This is the Elf Tree Podcast Network. It's stuck in a pothole with high dare. The amateur thing to do would have been to go home. And, Curl up in your bathtub you know, like exactly. Ace Ventura. Yeah, exactly. After you found out that it was your gun is sticking that, in oh, uh, <laughs> Einhorn oh, is a man. Einhorn. Oh my god. Mickey Mouse is like peeking his head in. Are you okay? Uh, let's do this other take. We gotta keep you happy. Keep your shit together, Ian. <laughs> if you want to get a cookie, you better get your shit together. God damn it! <laughs> that's a wrap. I said that's a goddamn wrap. You're like, oh my god, he put a condom on. All right, we gotta get this kid out of here. Session over. Yeah. And that's when you gave up radio. Dive into the abyss with the Millie McCormick listening hour. She's gonna come and kick your ass. That's when you're finally up at the rink and you just turn real quick and your and hair flings by. And I'm wearing like this great thong one piece that yes. I'm wrestling. Yeah. Yes. Millie, Millie and your trainer slaps your ass at the at the downbeat. Yeah. And obviously my body's covered in oil because I'm gonna wrestle with another of woman. Course. But so, your trainer is you know, Dobby I'm, I'm from Harry Potter. Dobby never meant to kill. Dobby only meant to maim. Oh, sh- Why is it glowing? turning on. Why is it glowing? Oh. Holy shit. Oh. Um. Oh, excuse me, everyone. Uh, uh, yes, you got a funny voice. Hello, I'm, oh man, I'm starting to feel it. Uh, no, me. Get over here, sit on my lap. Uh, we'll take two more. Cat in the hat face with a cowboy hat. No, we don't. You have the face of a cat and you're wearing a cowboy Millie, hat. Millie, what did you say? <laughs> Millie, come on. They oh, don't even man. Oh god, we gotta get out of here. Nigel, let's into the, into the horse tank. The Oak Tree Podcast Network. This is gonna be good. Prepare to enter the Oak Tree. I'm Ian. And I'm Joe. And we are fucking back. We are back and badder than ever. Badder than ever. Yeah, I'm like Michael Jackson, if he made a sequel to Bad, that would be us. Badder. Do you think Michael Jackson took us all on a very emotional uh, train ride of his many different... um, Dreams and daydreams No, no, like his... uh, Like he looks different. Like you look at Michael Jackson from the 80s and you're like, there's no way that's the same guy. Right, right. What happened to him? But you can see it. Like you can see like I guess his eyes and stuff like that just... His energy and whatnot, but you're right, dude. I mean, and I know this is like this would be less. This would be less of a drastic change, but it's almost like Frankenstein going home to his family, and they're like, "What the fuck? <laughs> Who did this to you?" <laughs> yeah, you're you right. Had bolts. He went. He went to work that morning. Yeah, normal like fifties, you know, husband like with his hair <laughs> parted and brushed over the side. I'll see you later, kids. <laughs> and then he comes home, Frankenstein. You know? And like his dad is like, he finally finds a reason to talk to his son that he hates, which is Frankenstein. And he's like, son, do you need your bolts tightened before you go? So he's like cranking up his bolts on the side of his head. It's the only reason I have to talk to you. It is. It is. And he just sits there and goes, mm. played by Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah. Oh gosh, Billy Bob Thornton. And Gary Busey is is Frankenstein's monster. Oof. Dude, that would be fucking unbelievable Wouldn't to it, see just a beautifully scripted version of that movie with like 
the craziest actors playing yeah. the parts, but they're amazing at it, you know? Absolutely. Like Gary Busey would be scary on set. There are some amazing actors out there that kind of, you know, get a weird rap for, for their personal, you know, personalities and stuff like that. Personal yeah. personalities. That, personal you know, personal hygiene. You know, uh, hygiene, like mom jeans. Like, you know, <laughs> you got them up to You know, elasticated jeans <laughs> yeah. from the 80s. These are almost touch my titties. Stop staring at my ass. I can't help it. It looks like an upside down McDonald's sign. <laughs> That's good. Um, man, that was so good. I lost my train of thought. The what blue watches. About? The, 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 what? the blue jean arches. The blue jean arches. Yeah, like the golden arches. But you have the blue jean. Oh, the blue jean arches. Because <laughs> it would cuff the butt cheeks perfectly. I guess you're right. It would be. That'd be. It would look like a W. Apple bottom, peach bottom, oh, like shit. water water bottom, like watermelon. Oh, water, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Oh, every mom on the planet would just kind of sink down into the chair a little bit and be like, God damn it, I want to buy a pair of those. <laughs> exactly. The, the dirty little secret. I may have to be a, I may have to become a mom just because I'd wear some. <laughs> I'd want to walk around and wear some at the mall. You'd go through the, the entire process, the gender reassignment surgery and just to wear God. the mom jeans. <laughs> Dude, how weird is that? Like, can you imagine if everyone just randomly just swapped, like instead of mom jeans, like you and I wore mom jeans. Like that was the normal thing. You're talking about you're talking about like I guess it was social social acceptance of fashion like just completely shifted and like we were wearing skirts and dresses and shit and then (laughs) you know girls were walking around. I'm actually just trying to justify my in uh, wife beaters and just like yeah yeah. yeah. I'm like I need to tell you something I I I like to wear dresses and (laughs) no but like it's funny like there was all these styles people used to wear and they're no longer you probably go out and like. That'd be so funny to see you in like some hoochie dress and with like oh, this shit. this curve hugging like elasticated. <laughs> you, know, you don't know like me. It's like you're squeezing you don't know into me. a condom. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. No, dude. It- <laughs> that would be. <laughs> it stinks in here. Who farted? I'm always just like complaining Gosh. about something. That would be funny. <laughs> Pointing with my long like fucking fingernails. With your, your fingernail that's almost as long as your whole finger. Yeah. You're like, I don't really like this guy, but it's fun watching him trying to dial and text. It's it is. You know All what? Clicking. There was a there was a hardware store when I grew up that uh, there was a a lady there who always had those like six eight inch <sighs> fingernails every single time, and she always is like. Damn, I wonder how many houses she's built. Typing these buttons. You with know? those fucking fingers like I mean, that, you know? Jeez, man. But, dude, I was thinking about, like, clothing styles. It's Yeah. I, like, I was, just before we started the show, I was like, I got to go change because I can't be sitting on the on the air. Oh, he was wearing. I was wearing wind pants. You were wearing, yeah, like windbreaker. <laughs> swish, swish. Kind of pants. No, but it's just funny how, like, at one point that was a style and now it's not. But now I'm seeing shit like that come back. I've just kept the same clothes like for years. Like fanny packs you know? and shit. I just, yeah. You know, it's just funny. I just hang. I don't ever really go buy new stuff. I like if I need a new shirt or something, yeah. I'll, I'll go do that. But like pants and jeans, That's I'll wear the same jeans for years. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. If they still fit. If they still fit. But with that mom ass, you know, sometimes yeah, exactly. Might... <laughs> exactly that badonka donk. That badonka donk. So we jumped off the road just a bit. To go off <laughs> we on that did. We thing. saw something. We saw something fun and exciting, and we just <laughs> went went for it. <laughs> we we just had. Separate individual weeks of, I mean, almost like a vacation, yeah. I, I feel, you know. We I went mean, on separate journeys. I definitely did not do much uh, work this week other than my my <clears throat> typical day job because I had my parents in town. Yeah. They came to visit me uh, for, I guess, over a week. They were here for eight days. Uh, it was a nice little trip. Did you have everything, like, when they came here, did they have everything planned out, like, we're doing this on this day, that Absolutely on that day? Absolutely not. That's no. great. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. I And I... I 
tried to do that all the days that they were here. We we did a good job at all that. Um, yeah. Towards the end, we planned a little bit in terms of of the recordings and stuff like that. But I'll yeah. tell you about that in a minute. And, and then you, what did you do? Man, I took a trip to Phoenix to help my sister Teresa set up her art show. Phoenix. 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 The uh, the rising Phoenix. And that's a drive. You you drove how how long was the drive? Like it six was about, hours. Yeah, about six hours. I just answered my own fucking question. Uh, yeah, I got back here way faster though because it was. I felt like it was all downhill. Downhill. Yeah, <laughs> and exactly. I saved gas you for did. one. That Absolutely. was great. That you was did. nice. Thank you, hills of the world. So six hours. Could you do that in one tank, or did you have to fill up? Uh, you probably had to fill up. Oh, I definitely filled up. Yeah. Yeah. It took me probably one full tank because it's about three, a little over three hundred miles or something like three seventy. Yeah. To get okay. to where I was going, something like that. I could see that. So I had to fill up and then maybe just have a little bit. Sure. Know. It was like driving from I like, like road trips. Bernie to Dallas. It'd gotcha. be about that kind gotcha. of distance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So those from Bernie or those from Dallas, if you ever drove to <laughs> Bernie, Texas, or those from Bernie who have never left Bernie, or get anybody the fuck in a car. A- anybody and drive to else in the country that <laughs> wants to take a vacation somewhere, try this try this Bernie to Dallas road. Route. All these agoraphobics are just <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I can't go anywhere. That's it's too, uh, just no, that's a real much. thing, though. I shouldn't, Agora I shouldn't laugh. It is. It is. We well, may have a lot of listeners that are that way. So I used to be, kind of be that way. Well, you know what? That would be a, a, a that would be a way I would spend my time if I was afraid of going outside. I'd you know I'd listen to as much of the outside world as I could. Maybe. What do you think an agoraphobic says whenever you're like, "What's your favorite thing to do?" Do you think they're like? Sounds like a joke. I like to stay at home, just hang <laughs> out at house. Well, yeah, hang exactly. out around the house. <laughs> yeah, hang out around the house. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do for thrills? I go out on the front lawn. <laughs> I look outside. <laughs> I let a stranger and in. And think. I open my door and breathe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> I say hi to the mailman. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, gosh, that would be that would be crippling. That I can, would be crippling. I can only imagine. Dude, I have, but I've had, like, anxiety. Have you ever had anxieties? Like, running sure. into somebody randomly, you're just not expecting to talk to someone, and then you're like, oh, shit, I got to talk well, to Celebrities. Them. I mean, if I, yeah. if I ever meet anybody famous, and I say famous, but it's just one of those things that... Yeah. You Fames. Know, you kind of, you're just like, I can, I'll think of what I'm going to say all I want. And then yeah. you just get there and you're just like, uh, um, oh, yeah. yeah. So you just have to, you have to find that starting off like, point. Keep it together. You know, I think, I think my dad has a little bit of a tell whenever he does something like that. He's approaching uh, somebody to talk to them about something. He builds up his confidence by going, <coughs> oh, and he does that every <laughs> single you can time. Say he turns around and like, does like a mint spray in his mouth. <laughs> oh yeah, shit. Like Banaka. He's about to get. <laughs> He is keeping Banaka open. Yeah. I'd like to ask you a few questions. <laughs> that was when uh, fucking was Einhorn Ace, was saying Ace there. Ventura, yeah, exactly. God. That was great. And that was, uh, he was talking to, what's his name, the rapper? He was talking to Tone Loke. Yes, Tone Loke. you're right. That guy you're was right. a badass. Damn. Hey there, Ace. That, was that <laughs> yeah, fucking exactly, low-ass dude. voice. Oh, he was so good. Funky yeah, Cole Medina. Oh, Funky uh, Cole Medina. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jim oh, and, and uh, Tone. Oh, God. Come on. Come be on the show. I know. Seriously. We would love to hang out with you. Oh, at the same time. That's just it. We would love to hang out with you. I mean, we are Mm -hmm. literally going to just do all we can to to make make sure that you have a blast. So what do you have to lose? Yeah. And we'll, you know, not that this could deter you from wanting to be on the show, but we'll even go source and find the actual costumes you wore in that one scene of the movie we just mentioned. We will. You guys can wear that. You can recreate it. it. We can recreate it. I may, you, they're probably taller than me, so I'd look like I was wearing my dad's clothes, you know? Everything's like <laughs> yeah. loose and baggy. Um, uh, 
So you went to your sister's art yeah, show. Yeah, so I drove out to Phoenix and helped her set up her space. And it's at the iLounge in Phoenix. iLounge. Um, and then she had her show opening, which was fucking fantastic. It was full of people that were very interested in art things. You were there like five or six days? Uh, I was there for four full days. Oh, four full days. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then I went a couple on travel days. Wednesday. Yeah. And we, as soon as I got there, we were setting up and mm. um, hung out Thursday. Friday was the show opening, Friday night. Nice. So we got everything done pretty much Thursday. Nice. All the little, little frame things. Because we literally had to go in and we would measure all the walls like perfectly mm. to symmetry. So Absolutely. everything was on a grid. <clears throat> and then there was a lot of like, Taking the little magic erasers and getting all the little marks on oh, the wall. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Will they see this? Damn. You know? I mean, yeah, that's what you have to do. That's what yeah. those things are for. Those things are genius. Yeah. So. Well done. It was beautiful. Mr. Clean. It, yeah. So the, Mr. Clean, come be on the show. Mr. Clean, yeah. He comes out and he's just cleaning the entire room. We're like, fuck, man. We thought he was going to. We have to get yeah. uh, a body mic for him to wear while he's yeah, cleaning. Yeah. He's just walking around. You can barely look at him. It looks like he's either ascend, going through some crazy ascension because his head is so bright from that shine, from the sheen. <laughs> Ding! Just like. <laughs> he walks into a room and instantly there's, oh, and the, you know, the glint of his head. You're like, gosh, I feel bad for him, though. He smells like chemicals. <laughs> he smells like lemon fresh. <laughs> yeah. He smells so Not zesty lemons, clean. Lemon fresh. <laughs> yeah, because that's the official, you know, odor and, and, and perfume they put in there. Lemon uh, fresh. Yeah, but you don't have a choice. Like, they, do they have like different options of, of clean smell? Uh, sure, I'm sure they Isn't do. That there's, like, weird? there's like lemon fresh and orange fl- fresh and like lavender. I want my house to smell like lemons. Lemon. No, I want mine to smell like oranges. No. no. I want mine to smell like fresh cedar. <laughs> I mean, yes, all of that. Pine salt. I mean, that's original pine salt probably smells like uh, like the woods. Dude, aren't there like some you like... rubbed one of those one of those car hanging the little tree air freshener things <laughs> yeah, you hang yeah. in your, your rear view mirror, you just like yeah. rubbed it all over your body. <laughs> you know? You're like, oh God, I gotta go on a date. They could bottle you this. You forget and to sell like spray perfume. yourself, so you just like clip it off the fucking <laughs> Yep. You just yeah. rub it all over your face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She'll never know. She'll never know. Yeah. She's like, you smell like red velvet vomit. Uh, red velvet vomit. I don't know. It, and the actual smell was my car seats because it's like they've been through like a lot. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> so the air freshener didn't even work. Because right. do they ever really work for I mean, besides two days, three days? Yeah, yeah. It's like put the gum. windows down once. It's, it's like over. gum. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, gum is good up until your mouth gets so much spit in it, you have to yeah, like spit, yeah, exactly. and then you're like, taste is all gone. Oh, yeah. It's like every time you open the door, you're like, oh, letting out precious items. Yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. But that makes you realize you're like, God, maybe I shouldn't be breathing this in. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> But, dude, yeah, her art show, sorry to get off that, guys. If you are still with us, we are talking about my sister's art show that's going on at the Eye Lounge. <laughs> We've got a lot of little, we're not doing really well with these uh, these little potholes. No, but I think everyone's kind of on. They're on it. They're on board. I mean, we're on board. They know where we're yeah, going. exactly. We're on belay, baby. We are on <laughs> it. I've got you. Um, so, yeah, it's at the Eye Lounge in Phoenix, and it is going on until November 15th, but her show's called How to Be a Misguided Misguide. So, What's the theme of this? The theme is she is coming from a – she's a mother. Mm-hmm. Um, she is a – she lives in suburbia, Dallas, outside in a suburban town outside of Dallas. So those What's of her you name? who let's, know – Let's plug her name. 
that area, you would understand. Her name is Teresa, and her uh, you Teresa can go to Morales. Teresa Morales. It's my sister Teresa. You can yes. go to t e r e s a m o r a l e z dot com, so you can find out information about her art. And if there's anything you're interested in, you can go and see her show. And, Absolutely. Uh, She's selling her pieces there and photography. Um, is it painting? What, what kind of? They're paintings, art a lot of mixed media, Ooh, nice, um, but nice. some massive pieces to some really tiny Gosh. two by two. You know, you know two at the <clears throat> at the performing arts center that the atrium is based on, uh, they do all sorts of like fine art exhibits from like local artists. They'll just pay, you know, and some of them are good. Some of them are you know fairly amateur, but yeah. fuck these people have got. 30 pieces yeah. hanging in this, in this facility, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of as showcasing local artists. I yeah. love that. I love those kinds of things, man. Yeah. It's man. It was fun because I got to meet a bunch of her friends. Apparently like it, the top, some of the top artists in mm. Phoenix, like yeah. the people everyone knows, you know, I got the to hang out with them the and horses. just kind of hear, yeah, it was fun to like, it was fun to have conversations with people like that because they're kind of at the top of their artistic game of what yeah. they choose to pursue and what they love, you know? Like, it was nonchalant. One of the artists, uh, gosh, and I've just lost his name. I forgot it off the top of my head. But he has, like, a uh, an unveiling. Like, some company commissioned him for something. So there's, like, this big city thing where nice. he, like, gets to unveil his art, you know? So wow. it's, like, those are kinds of things that would have to be such, like, a, a weird social rush to right. have to, like... It's like if someone goes and plays live music, mm. you just play your music, and at the end of the show, you deal with like someone coming up and say, "Hey, man, good set." It's always the same kind of yeah. thing. You yeah, know? It's, yeah. It's rarely you'll get like a specific detailed man when you played this song and you hit this song. Would but, you prefer somebody come up to you and say, "Dude, that song, that one song, really sucked," or would you rather be like somebody just generically just be like, "Oh man, you were great," and blah blah blah, and you know, like pat your ass or get really really specific oof. with what they didn't like. Well, I mean, I think if someone came up to me at the end of a show and said, man, that song really sucked, they were either for a band that was playing after me, well, and I so mean, they watched the whole show, or they were okay. an idiot for staying the entire time. okay, Maybe you were just off. I don't know. No, you know, like the honesty of it all. I don't know. I, I would rather not hear that just because okay. it's like, to me, it's it's not a positive. <laughs> okay, sure. Because ultimately Sorry. what's done is done, so there would be no like – salvaging that now if it was like if i was on a tour doing that night after night and it's like a road manager that came up and said dude the way y'all are doing that song sucks we need to it would it would come from a point of okay they are seeing the entire process because a tour show you're setting up a show it's like a broadway show you have a very choreographed thing and then there's some loose moments where you kind of go off grid i imagine over time you're just you you evolve and figure out um yeah, man. This I guess it thing, depends on what kind of show you're doing. This felt weird you know? the past like couple of nights. What's what's kind of changed? Let's kind of retool this a little bit. Uh, a live show can evolve like that. That's what yeah. Gavin DeGraw did. He, Absolutely. he released his first album, went and toured with it, and then re-recorded his first yeah. album after even, having toured for a year and a half or whatever it was. Even like Dane Cook. I was listening to an interview with him on a show, and he was talking about like, you know Dane Cook. I mean, yeah. he was hot in the early oh, 2000s. He yes, was he was. And, and then he kind of drops off the face of the earth for a while, and itchy he does like asshole. some movies. Yeah, That's the joke asshole. I remember from <laughs> Dane Cook. <laughs> yeah. uh, shapes. Shapes. <laughs> <laughs> he would always say stuff like that. Shapes. <laughs> Dane Cook. So funny. Yeah, he's he's funny, man. Dane, he, you can uh, come be on the show. But no, like for instance, like I didn't I didn't really keep up with any of his interviews uh, in between when he was really hot, and then I, I went to the Hollywood Improv when I first got to L.A. and he kind of did a, uh, a surprise five ten minutes up on stage, and wow. I didn't really think it was funny at all, and 
I know he was working out material and it was very casual that way. So he was kind of reading the audience a little bit. He was yeah. just doing some material. I right. don't know if it's stuff he really loved. I don't know. But I didn't I didn't like it because it wasn't the Dane Cook that made me laugh. It was just different. See, that might have been a situation where he just came to the show one day mm -hmm. and just wanted to say hi to his buddy. And the guy's like, hey, will you do 10 minutes? Absolutely. And he just kind of like, uh, I mean, sure. Absolutely. Yeah, I'll get up there. You know, he might not have had stuff prepared. Yeah. You know, he might not be doing this right now, you know. I just heard an interview with him, though, recently up as uh, when I was driving back from Phoenix. He was on uh, the Comedy Bang Bang show. Oh, nice. And so... It was so great to hear him talk about his craft, like how he got to the point in his career where he's one of the few comedians mm. who's ever sold out Madison Square Garden for four nights. I think Goodness. Aziz Ansari has done it. Right. Um, uh, I don't know, but he talked about his, like Steve Martin mm. basically sending him a, a gift wow. and talking about how impressive it was but you know like for instance he was talking to steve martin about how steve martin never cared to do that he yeah. just didn't care he never really even wanted to be there it was like a job he would do and yeah. then he would rather be somewhere else doing something sure now this is from dane cook yeah this could be untrue i don't know right. or there could be a book but um because books are always real yeah but it was just interesting to hear dane talk about how his craft from the early 2000s was he was thinking about stuff like a late 28 year old right. you know in that mindset and so now his craft is changing he's trying mm. to use different things he's he doesn't scissor kick anymore so he's trying to like change his um his material <laughs> up and so he just recently did um you know he did Madison Square Garden special where he's yeah. on a uh, stage in the round he did and then now he did uh, recently he spent like 300 grand on a show which is him in an old theater but it's one shot and I think it's on like some sort of maybe slow uh, tracking system that barely moves, but it's one shot. There's no real wow. change. So it's like an old school comedy special. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when people, you see like someone's old footage, yeah, you know, you're exactly. like, fuck, this wow. is boring. So he's kind of going back to that with his craft, but he's thinking about that shit. Like That's he's cool. constantly trying to. It's just weird because I, I never think in the comedy terms. I think uh, in the music world terms a lot, you know? Well, but but it's I don't know that it's necessarily thinking in different terms based on what you're doing. It's it's the the mindset of Dane Cook is that suggests to me a mentality of realization that it's not about the people that are fans of your work. It's about the quality and caliber of what you think of your Absolutely. work and what it is that you're doing. If you're fucking setting up a, a high eight, cheap ass nineteen ninety you know, video camera VHS recording that yourself Bob Sack would be proud of. Exactly. <laughs> um, but your material is killer. You can you can make it on YouTube, dude. I mean, that's the that's the thing is if yeah. your if your material is of quality that you are proud of, I don't know that uh, people are going to be able to resist it. It's not all about selling out Madison Square Garden four nights in a row, even though that's an impressive feat. Mm -hmm. it, it permanently cements his name in, in society as something that when he does something, people will check it out. But he might lose a lot of fans because of it, because they're just like, oh, this is kind of, this isn't, man, this is like old, blah, 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 yeah, blah. Yeah. You know? It's like people don't want to watch a black and white movie. People, I'm sure there are a lot of people who haven't seen that movie. Charlie yet. Chaplin. The would. Artist. Well, I mean, The Artist is a, is a silent film. Judy Garland would as well. Black and white. You're right. All those people, Mickey Rooney. Partially. And then she would want to go into color. And <laughs> she'd point. want, yeah, she'd be like, where's the color? <laughs> Where are my slippers? Yeah, exactly. Where's my goddamn shimmery slippers? <laughs> They're over here. I'm sorry, Judy. <laughs> no. Oh, dude, you, but you made me spawn an idea. Yeah. Um, I know. <laughs> yeah, ideas. Um, has anyone, okay, here's a, an awesome YouTube channel idea. For our, we could do it with Elf Tree. Go for it. <laughs> if we just build a cheesy, like, 1990s set, get old VHS tapes yep. and then film ourselves hosting a 
updated whenever we'd go into the YouTube videos. Yeah. Um, we just source funny videos from YouTube and we do our own America's Funniest Home Videos, but we call it something else. Of modern times. But it would be cheesy, you know, like have that whole TV show quality <laughs> tracking. To it. Yeah, you know? totally. Or we could have one person do the hosting, you know, and then well, some, sure. And then somehow like Oh man, we would we could like recreate uh, Siskel and Ebert. Yeah. You oh, know? that'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> have like a TV here that never really turns on. Yeah. But we yeah, just yeah. it's an old TV. And then like uh have a single shot here with old VHS camera. And then we can have, uh, we can just go into, we can go into videos. That would be incredible. Come back from it and be like, (laughs) that would be great. In case that didn't make you laugh, you better fucking turn this off. We'll see. We'll show it again. Yeah. Yeah. And honey, I'm coming home. So you better have dinner ready. America, America, (laughs) this is you. Whenever that theme would come off and Dude. she knew he was on his way home from work, yeah. she was like, oh, God. Trying to cook. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> he, like, comes home and beats her. <laughs> One night at the, the, the pressure is just too much and she she just she turns the <laughs> gas on and she doesn't light the stove. She just goes. <laughs> <laughs> He's got all these, like. <gasps> and she, fa- just, <laughs> she just passes out because, like, Bob's coming. <laughs> she, like, leaves one single candle going while she turns the gas on. <laughs> She puts the can of soup in the in the, in the pot without no, opening tur- it. She turns the gas on, and she knows the first thing he does when he gets home is he like comes in the living room, props his feet up in his lazy boy chair, and then he lights a cigarette. So she tries to time it so that the house explodes right when he lights his last. Yes, cigarette. right, exactly. Oh man, exactly. He has like a, a face signal he does on the show every day that was like, "And honey, I'll see you." And you know, he like does some like <laughs> eye squint, you know, squinch. It's like, oh, yeah. she gets terrified, oh, you know. One She's, day she decides it's way too much, and so <laughs> she uh, she just puts the can of soup in the oven, oh, and then it's like dinner's in the oven. As soon as he opens it, <laughs> like the entire can of soup just explodes in his face, gets shrapnel all in his, oh, in his brain and all that. That would be so crazy. <laughs> Sorry, Bob. Bob. She's like, we'll make it up to you. She's like, it's the straw that breaks the camel's back. It's like when he he taps his right pocket, sh- you know, shoulder like his, because I guess he had shoulder pads back in the day. You sure. Know? Yeah. 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 He taps his right shoulder pad, and that means he's coming home to like. I don't know, slapper. Whips and chains and stuff. Yeah. He comes home to like uh, uh, take a dip in the pool, smoke a cigarette, get out, and then recreate his uh, some of the scenes from uh, Full House. <laughs> from Full House. She's like, please, honey, please. <laughs> Shut up, DJ. You don't know what you're saying. I mean, Michelle. <laughs> oh, no. You don't know Uncle it's Joey. Uncle Joey, I don't like dude. being Uncle Joey. Do the chipmunk voice. You know how to do it. <laughs> she, like, tries. She's like, <laughs> she just, like, breaks down in tears. She's just, she's just terrified. She's, like, hyperventilating. <laughs> and he's just like, you ought to know. Singing house. <laughs> Why are you singing that to me? Because you're Joey. It was about you, honeycakes. <laughs> oh, my God. Bob Saget drunk. <laughs> Recreating his full house. What would it be called? Uh, what would it be called? Full half house. Uh, ha- full halfway house. Drunk house. <laughs> drunk house. Full Dude. gullet. Full gullet. I mean, goodness, that would be... That would be... That'd be terrifying. That would be terrifying. Gosh. Although that would be something. It would be funny to get. It'd be funny to get the cast back together for that. Oh my god. 
my god! It always it. it always ends with Kimmy coming in like just fucking. <laughs> what the hell is happening here? I know. God, and she's the not weird one. Who would Kimmy be played by? Like the new Kimmy, the new Kimmy Gibbler. Mm. Um, goodness, I don't know. Juliet Lewis. Juliet Lewis. I mean, she'd be great. Lewis is, like crazy would, makeup. You I think know, she's a little old though. Nah, we could make her look young like they did on Tron with uh, Jeff Bridges. <laughs> Original Tron. Yeah. Not Tron, not Tron Legacy? Oh, no, the, the newer Tron. The so, newer Tron, yeah. okay. You know how they had to make Jeff Bridges look younger? Oh. They did all the... Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, sure, they could digitally, like, make... This would be an expensive show. I mean, we have to have a budget. Uh, X-Men 3, when they made Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen yeah. look a lot younger. That was some yeah. good stuff. They, I mean, it's impressive. It's fucking impressive. Yeah, it is. Well... It's the cops. They're finally on to the show. This is the end of the series. Uh, we had a good time. We had a good run. We gotta go. Well, Run! <laughs> yeah, you just hear like papers shuffling. You just hear us start shredding over. a bunch of stuff. You're like, what are they doing? <laughs> everything. Just burn it. Burn, burn it. it. Everything. Maddie, on. Yeah, I'm like delegating stuff for Maddie to do as she, as she sleeps in her bed. Gosh. She lives in heaven. So, yes, Ian, your parents were in town <laughs> and you guys did a little town. tour of a movie. We movie did. Lot. We did. It was, uh, it was pretty awesome. We actually, we went to the Warner Brothers lot for the yeah. studio tour as guests. Uh, and it was the, I guess it was called the VIP tour. I don't know. Did exactly. they give you like a name tag when you go no. into those things? Oh, no, God. that would be neat, but so you uh, could run rogue and just could have blend in. Absolutely. Fuck. Absolutely. We could, um, we, it was with like a group of like 12 people. That's cool. They were there and, and drove us all around. I mean, showed us everything. Joe's all the way around the, the whole studio and just pointed out how their executive studios or no, no, excuse me. Their like executive office building is, uh, kind of designed to where it could be like a hospital or a convention center oh, or something nice. like yeah, that. Yeah, you yeah. know, so they they the Warners came out here with the thought and idea to make the studio that could be literally every bit of it can be utilized if if need be in making these movies. were brothers. They are <laughs> yeah, legit brothers. Um but yeah, they literally came, these two guys well, that's, came they, to Hollywood. They had this seven-minute video right at the very beginning of the tour we were watching, and it said they came to Hollywood with the dream of creating this studio and blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, yeah, that's exactly what yeah. that's exactly what you need in order to create something legendary like yeah. that, is that just thirst to be the best. And mm -hmm. they were. Um, but then- They will know our names. And they do. Warner. Yeah. And we do. We love them. We do. They and they do some amazing stuff. They've done some very the epic Tunes. movies. They've done some hilarious cartoons. They've done some some. I mean, some of the funniest movies of the last ten years have come out of all these major studios. But like The Hangover, Warner Brothers, mm -hmm. Batman, Warner Brothers, Million Dollar Baby. I mean, those are three genres of movies. Uh, Harry Potter. Harry Potter's Warner Brothers. I mean, that's a that's you a pretty. Know? I mean, they're hefty. They have then, changed the planet. You know, I mean, all these TV shows shoot at the at the Warner Brothers mm -hmm. lot. You know, Big Bang mm -hmm. Theory was there. The Mentalist was there. Yep. Pretty Little Liars was there. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's it's was such a great a great thing to see all of the working sets yeah. and then be able to go on the parts that aren't, that weren't being used at the time. Like <clears throat> we went on the back lot and saw the alleyway where and actually I can show you some of these pictures. Was that your favorite part of the tour? The back lot? Seeing that one little piece. The back lot was pretty freaking cool just because of, of, you know, personal ideas of stuff that's coming in the future. Are you flaunting your new iPhone 6 Plus in front of me? I am. I am. Ian a got bit. a new I iPhone. Did, I did. This thing is massive. This thing is just humongous. You look like you're ready to go back to fucking outer space. Like I, you're ready to dial in the old... Energize. Yeah, yeah. This, is, this is the alleyway 
that. Tuck it in, Ian. It's time for outer space. Autobots. <laughs> you disappear. This, this is the alleyway where they shot It's a Hard Knock Life, hard knock life in it's Annie. It's a Hard Knock Back life in the day. For it's us. It's also the alleyway where in Spider-Man, yeah, upside hanging down. upside down kiss in the rain. Damn, that that camera is great. Isn't it, though? That's a very That's the iPhone 6 Plus, photo. well done. And then all of, these, all of these fire escapes and stuff. Did you ever see the movie That's Newsies? So cool. Oh, yeah. Christian Bale dancing up and down oh, singing Santa Fe right here. Santa Fe, I mean, Santa was, Fe, I want to go to Santa Fe. And is that how had, it went? It was. That was exactly uh, how it went. <laughs> They had that, and they they showed us where you know Batman returns. The mm-hmm. some of the scenes where the Batmobile is driving in the snow. Oh yeah. Showed us the the streets where that was all oh, filmed. That's cool stuff from. Friends. So wait, is it is the snow fake that they put there? Yes, the snow oh, is. Oh, so it's just like a thing. Take like a guess. A, what is this fake snow that they use in movies? What is, is it like foam or? It is flaked mashed potatoes. Bullshit. No, one hundred percent true. It is. It is, you know, freeze dried like flake mashed potatoes, fake mashed potatoes you can buy in a box. I just want to become an actor. I just be on a movie act- that's filmed there. Actually, rain scene, one day and bring some ketchup. Yeah, exactly. I'm just gonna show up with some ketchup, some a gravy. spoon maybe, <laughs> or a fork. Yeah, exactly, dude. But yeah, that's that's what that's what snow is. You bring Honestly. a huge fucking tank full of gravy. You're gonna like, I'm gonna make the biggest gravy volcano <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's you just, just like, got some of that shit on the Batmobile. Hey, well, seriously, yeah. that was another cool part of the. What tour. are you doing? <laughs> what are no, you? Oh shit! I'm sorry. Yeah, dude, that gets you kicked off the tour. Oh gosh, so that's crazy. Mashed po- or potatoes. Yeah, yeah. Flaked potatoes. How Flaked many, though? Potatoes. How many potatoes does that take? I don't know. It's like, did I say mashed? That's a waste. You know those flaked mashed potatoes? Kind of. Like the flakes. Like fake mashed... I can say it all I want. It's not oh, help you. okay. Instant mashed potatoes. I see what you're saying. Instant so they're not like real flakes. potatoes. They're like... Correct. Well, they might be. They might be like mashed created. potatoes that have been freeze-dried and then flaked... So all you have to do is like add butter and milk and everything, and you make mashed potatoes. They're not actual. You can get up early in the morning and flake and bake, you know? <laughs> flake and bake. Flake exactly. and bake with some of those mashed potatoes. Ooh, that would be, I mean, you could use that as, as a Bupus. crust as a crust for like vegetables Ooh, or something like that. That would be good. Um, but yeah, that's that's what the So you saw that, that section at the in the back lot. Which section? The fake snow area. Where well, the, yeah, they'll, they'll put fake snow on everything. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, absolutely. I wonder what cleanup is like with that. Gosh, I mean, seriously, it could probably be as as easy as just getting a fire hose, spraying everything, and it all just runs into drains because it's a working hungry, street. A bunch of hungry people with that. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> oh, but this has all been on the dirt. Come get your knife. Like Come get your fork. Lead-based paints all over these buildings or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Gross. They have a whole paint department like where all the productions wow. go and like get the paint they need, go and paint their sets, and they'll bring it back to this whole fucking warehouse of That's just paint. It's yeah, it is. It is pretty bizarre. It's crazy. Do they have like their own cafeterias and like yes, uh, they have, stores? And yes, they do. Kind of have these areas. Grocery just, store. Yeah, yeah. They have a cool. they have a Ralph's. Really? It's called Bugs's. No, really? they don't. No, oh, that'd be don't. fucking awesome. Wouldn't it though? Wouldn't it though? Um, but then they've got the the uh, museums. Oh yeah. He took us into one that was dedicated to all the Batman stuff. No, the well, actually oh, to, be, wow. to be honest, there were two. I didn't know they had. Dedicated sections. Well, they don't typically. This is Batman's 75th year. We are talking about Batman. Though. We, I mean, it is Batman. <laughs> he is a heavy hitter. <laughs> he is. 75th anniversary of Batman. So they had all the Batman vehicles mm-hmm. inside this one warehouse with 
graphics and lights and everything up, and it was awesome. Oh, I, have, awesome. I have pictures of that too. Um, God damn it, Ian! I have I'm pictures jealous. of like the 1989 Batmobile. That is my Batmobile right there. I feel like I feel like you're you're like the asshole Peter Pan who came back from Neverland, <laughs> and you're just trying to explain to me Neverland, and I'm just like. Okay, thanks, Peter. Check it out. There's like thanks for never taking me there. Joel Schumacher. Oh wow, they've got it lit up. Yeah, they did. Looks like a toy. They did. It was it was pretty cool. Like here, let me see. Could, could you actually get in this, or is this like no. a remote control? Well, I mean, yes, one could, and they are they are the real working versions. They all run. And one has. And one has one Val Kilmer. And one, one Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. <laughs> and then, well, here, here I'll show I'll show the rest of them. But oh, like nice. 1989 Batmobile. I'm not going to find any dick pics there. <laughs> no. I'm just kidding. Not here. Not here. Just things like this. I did a like a oh. pano. Yeah, I did a pano of the, the whole nice. thing. But they had all the vehicles up through the tumbler. Oh, the, that pano looks Batmobile. great. Yeah, I mean, it was great. They had the uh, the bronze statue. I don't know if you remember at the end of The Dark Knight Rises, like Batman's died, essentially. Oh, wow, and they yeah. unveiled this statue, and they had that statue yep. there. That was cool. I don't know if that was the music. <laughs> but that worked. Man, that, worked. that looks so great, dude. The lighting in there looks amazing. It looks it like does. you're about to get on a ride. It was fucking cool. That's but what they should have there is a fucking roller coaster ride. They're billionaires. They could just put a roller coaster ride in there when you do the tour. They could. Those who want to, you can ride on this. My my all-time favorite part of this tour, though, was visiting the Friends set. Oh, look at you. Got you to like... sit on the orange couch. Are you Phoebe? I, I I was I was somebody. I or was are one. you? I'm, uh, I'm typically the. Are Chandler. you Saddlebags? I'm Sa- Courtney Cox. Courtney Cox. <laughs> <laughs> Another Ace Ventura. Oh yes. Oh yes. That's well, why right. don't you cry about it? Saddlebags. <laughs> Is that when he's in the? Uh, he's in the insane asylum. No, it's when she's like she gets pissed at him. Yeah. When he's outside, he's like, uh, they're trying to like figure out the whole what they have to do next or whatever. Yeah. And so she kind of gets mad at him, gets up, and she's going to walk inside. And he's like, I don't know. I don't want to do it. <laughs> we'll just run the we'll clip. We'll just run a clip. <laughs> yeah. Uh, dude, that looks amazing. They have it lit like you're actually about to be on the show. They did. And they said that the Man. Well, you didn't need to take flash pictures with this because they did light it so that your your phone will be fine without a flash. Don't you love that? Mm. Isn't that fucking great? It was lighting? pretty you It was literally cool. forego having to use... Uh, a kind of a very intrusive flash of light, you know? It is. It's not fun. It's it, not fun to look at. Even though it turns out great pictures most mm-hmm. of the time, it's uh, it's not pleasant to be stared in the face with a giant yeah. flash of neurons and, yeah, and whatever like, it is. Whoa, what you the know? Exactly. Then they had the museum, which had all like oh, 75 man. years of Batman costumes back from, you know, 1989 Michael Keaton Batman. Have you ever looked at that picture and, and thought, Man, if you're just really standing there taking a selfie like on a city street and all of a sudden those two characters happen to walk up behind you. Right. Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze. Oh, shit. Poison Ivy. That would be fucked up, dude. Get down. Get down. Time for you to freeze. And then she like kisses you and you die from like the the toxic poison kiss, you know. Yeah, that was um, who played uh, Poison Ivy? Uma Thurman. Uma Thurman. Yeah. I was about to say the uh, Kill Bill. The bride from Kill Bill. Yeah. Yeah. The bride. She's good. She was great. She was good. That was... Still my favorite uh, performance of hers ever. Uma. Is those movies, those two movies. Uma. Umsies magoomsies. Umsies magoomsies. You are officially invited. She's I like, think that's, I hate that I name. think that's going to be something that we do uh, throughout the run of the show. Mm-hmm. Celebrities we, we mentioned just in passing. Yep. All of you are invited to come be on the show. But Uma can't come in unless she is able to 
bring Bane. Uh, yeah, yeah. Unless she's <laughs> able to kick her toes or kick her fingers like at a very close range. Over oh yeah, you, you know, gotta do the five, on. the the one inch punch. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. God, oh, that would gosh. hurt so bad. It was such a great movie. It was. So the the music for that scene is what oh, made that, dude. that part for yeah. me. That whole great. that whole film was one of the most brilliant pieces of art it was. ever created on film. And the second one is what gave me the validity to love the first one. Mm-hmm. You know? Because I think the the second one is where the, the heart of the story lies. Yeah. And that was that Oof. was he did a, an incredible job telling that part of the story to me. It was like a it was like a live action comic book. Like perfectly it was. It was. executed. You and know? you know what? Zack Snyder does it up. Zack Snyder does the same thing. Too much. You know, I mean, he he tells yeah. he tells his stories literally how a comic book coming to life would would be told. I think. Yeah, yeah. You know, he he does such a great job, which is why I'm looking forward to Batman versus Superman. Oh man, that's Dawn gonna be justice. That's gonna be quite quite a movie. We're, we will definitely have to review that one. We will. We will. Yeah. Which we have a new show that we're going to be doing. We're gonna we're gonna attempt a couple of new shows actually. A couple of new shows. Uh, you should talk about before we get into well, now that we're since we're on the movie thing, yeah. let's talk about that and then um, and how Martin will be included on that adventure. We well, at some point we're going to we're going to spin off these movie reviews we've been doing with Martin, uh, which ironically turned out to be the first like the episode 0 and uh-huh. then two episodes were just us and then another episode of Martin. So we yeah, just yeah. figure, you know what, that that show kind of deserves its own banner. So Absolutely. we will be coming at you with a, an official moniker for that show. God, we got to figure out time. a song for that one now. Yeah, we do. We've got a, a couple of different theme songs to, to, to pitch. And then over this past week with my parents coming, uh, first half of their trip was kind of vacation time for me. Yeah. I went and did some touristy things, went to go see a taping of a new sitcom, which was awesome. Uh, did a couple of the tours, yeah. went on a hike with my mom. We, you know, hung out and did all that kind of stuff. And then I started recording uh, just a podcast with I with both of my parents. In in the sense of, I'd like to to hear some of these stories that uh, that people seem so fascinated with when they talk to my parents. Because you came over and had dinner over at my my apartment the other day. Yeah, and. Fucking, we're talking. You and Martin were talking to my parents for hours, dude. Yeah, I mean, it was my my parents are fascinating people, and yeah, I think that it's uh, they they've got a lot of stories that the world would be interested to hear. Mm-hmm. And I think I know uh, another handful of people that I could get. I could probably talk to them for four and five hours and just get gold the entire time with with the experiences that they've had in their lives. Oh yeah, and and things that are stories that they tell people in passing. They tell yeah, them, yeah. they tell them when they meet them at. at you know, a party or something like that, but they've got no actual platform for it. Yeah. To, to tell it to more people than I that. I remember when I met Barbara exactly. Streisand. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So that's uh, that's going to be another show temporarily titled Deets and Eats. Deets and Eats. Yeah. Um, but uh, could we, I play? Yeah. Could I play a piece of the the episode that you sent me where you heard what? I did. Uh, <laughs> it just the ironic nature. I was uh, recording a show with my mom, and. We there was a, a natural lull in the conversation, and suddenly, out of nowhere, we hear a car, car accident yeah, yeah. happening. Not you know a hundred feet down from from my patio oh. outside my apartment. I don't know. It's an interesting it's an interesting dynamic to try and have because you don't want to put people out, but at the same time, sometimes people are necessary to some of these things, like the creative process. You mm-hmm. need people to read and tell you if what you're doing is is working mm-hmm. or not working and that's just a absolutely you know it's, it's something you have to kind of train yourself to to get over from time to time i think 
That was a car accident. I mean, you guys definitely just heard that. It was the most clear thing I've ever heard in my life come through from outside. You know, you always hear those screeching tires. I mean, that was right in front of your house. But you always hear the screeching tires, and you're always just like, Dane Cook does a joke about this. It's like screeching tires, and you're like, oh my God. And then you hear Man. nothing, and you're like, damn it. Yeah, you're yeah. yeah. No, no screeching tires until you after got that the initial hit. That's why I didn't know what it was at first. Like, I just kind of, it, it took me by surprise, and I was like, no, I've heard that vo- that noise before. Uh, I'd been here like two weeks, three weeks, and yeah. I heard that same noise. Wasn't sure what it was. Then what happened? What was the two, situation? I don't know. I was not in a place like we were in the middle of recording a podcast and I was not in a place that I could see that far down the street. It was like, you know, you didn't go uh, help him 200 feet. I mean, there was nothing. You left him to die, dude. <laughs> I heard people. Yelling. We are live on the radio right now and I have breaking news, breaking news. <laughs> Ian Hero runs from scene. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, usually when there's car wrecks, Somebody's right by it. There were plenty of people that had come out to, yeah. to help, so I, I knew that it wasn't it wasn't a situation that required yeah. my assistance because there, there's nothing really I right. could have done about it. So went and, and couldn't see much because there's giant hedges right outside my, oh, my yeah. building, so it kind of blocked. I mean, it was literally on the other side of those bushes, yeah. but um, they bled out. So we just went out and they I mean, they, they bled out. There was sawdust <laughs> all over the ground sawdust, later. Ah, yeah. um, oh, fuck! Gosh. Is that what they do? No. Yeah. Oh, oh, yes. Sawdust and probably kitty litter, uh, honestly. Or uh, Coca-Cola. You know, vomit or, or Coke blood on there. or anything like that. <laughs> Coca-Cola. It would just dilute and, and, and contaminate everything so that none of it's Oof. all, none of it's contagious anymore. Hazardous. What if, like, like, there was a dead body there and they put cat litter and then you, like, go, oh, shit, it's attracting all these cats all, or all these kittens. So all these kittens are shitting on it, on the- <laughs> but they're, like, making the shape of the body. Yeah. So it's, like, all these oh, kittens, damn. like, crawling on each other in the shape of a body of then a they man. Get a, they, yeah, they get a fan and they blow away all the loose kitty <laughs> litter and in the shape of the thing is what's oh, left just of all the... Or you could start a, a scary movie starts that way. All of a sudden it, like, gets up and it's, like, all these kittens, oh. like... You know what I mean? Like making the body. It's like a two-dimensional, two-dimensional chalk drawing that's like just after you. They're continuously like crawling within and around each other until it's like this body that can walk around. Some of the cats kind of fall off, but then they like crawl back on. Oh, cats. Oh, oh, I thought we were talking about just cat, cat. And like the kitty litter and stuff like gets up and it's this no, like, two-dimensional monster shape. Oh, yeah. so like cats like a bunch all of cats crawl onto it yeah. and converge and all of a sudden gets up, stands up. Uh, meow, meow. Oh, wow, that would be so <laughs> bizarre. That's uh, a YouTube. That's a YouTube clip. I guess it wouldn't be stomping that way because I guess a cat has this, very soft paws. It would have. It would have been kittens the size of a, a man. You know, so that would still be a good sized creature. That would be would worthy be. of running from. <laughs> it would be worthy. Or you of could running. karate chop it, but all these cats would fly everywhere. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so this car wreck on the show. Car wreck on the Deets show. Deets and eats. I mean, that was that was about it. That was that was. But the shows themselves turned into something great. Yeah. I mean, they, you know, I learned a lot about my parents, and we barely we barely scratched the surface. I think we got to a point of, of in both of their stories, of when they met each other, roughly. Mm-hmm. You know, my dad talked about um, music and his career in, in trying to make it as a, a musician. Yeah. You know, coming out here many times. And then we ended with his kind of tour managing and, like, when he actually got into the business side of it all. And then we heard... My mom talking about school and mm-hmm. learning and all that kind of stuff, and then got up to the point where she was working at the place where she started, where she met my dad. Yeah. Uh, so you know, we, we got to a good spot. 
with about an hour, 10 minutes each, each show. Oh, and wow, so, I mean, I've got a good, good show to go with, but yeah. uh, now I get to, I get to formulate what it actually is and what the series and, and, and whatnot can be. So Deets and Eats. Deets and the Eats. The name, what is the Deets and Eats? Where's that? Deets and Eats. I mean, originally it was going to be just, you know, have a snack, come, come hang out and yeah. we'll do that. However, I, oh, Jeffs. I, I, I recognize that eating on microphone is not, <laughs> is not, yeah. I mean, that's all you're going to hear. So it, that's why I say it may undergo a title change, but the, gotcha. the premise is to sit down and, and learn these things about these people in different contexts than I know them. Like, um, I know a couple of people that are executive producers on, you know, like shows like Dallas or, or anything like that. But I'd be curious as to, you know, what got them into what they're doing, what they what they dream of doing outside of this. Do they love barbecuing and grilling and know everything there is about smoking meats and all that kind of yeah. thing? You know what I mean? Yeah. Those kinds of things. I wanna I wanna get the opportunity to, to You wanna get the deets and eats to hang out. I the want deets. the deets. Yeah, exactly. So that's that's kind of the theme of the show, um, and and where I'd like to take it, but we'll we'll see how it manifests itself. So when do you think people at some point could expect to hear some of these interviews these first that i have no idea i think it's going to be a show that's that's over time as the show as i get some of these interviews they'll just kind of come out at a sporadic time but i've got some that i would like to actually try and do over uh the end of the year you know the the kind of christmas Christmas, yeah christmas holiday that's a nice time yeah i think i'm going to take a week off and go back to dallas and and i've got you know a good four or five people that i would love to just sit down i'll take i'll take all of my equipment i would buy some pelican cases and yeah i should talk to steve about that which are cases that you put pelicans in (laughs) and you just release them from time to time will you remind me uh pelican talk to steve about absolutely i will um actually i'll write it down yeah there you go Steve. That's an even more secure way to uh, ensure yourself to be reminded of something. That's to write that shit down. So all of you creative cats out there that always have a hard time remembering shit, write that shit down. Write it down. Write it down. All the cool kids are. All the cool cats are. Um, writing it down. So there's the shows. I mean, those are the those are the ones that I think are going to uh, play a good part in the like the heart and soul of the network you know yeah, yeah. i mean they're not not necessarily going to be the ones that are the most popular but i think if somebody's curious as to to some of the the deeper stories you know dude i love heart and soul that's a good song that's a good oh heart and soul that's what yeah. that was <laughs> I was like, this has a this has a, a connection. I just couldn't. I forgot the title of the song. Oh, that's okay. absolutely that was great. So we have a good rendition in the Elf Tree. We have a oh, pumpkin. Oh, I forgot. We got. We should. Oh. anyways, keep going. Well, whenever we do the show, we sit around this really fucking awesome wooden table, yes. and we always have like you know some sort of decoration in the middle. We've got incense. We have definitely decided to to make the studio what we can make it out of the, the tools we have, and I think we've killed it. I think as yeah. a as a a studio for the Elf Tree Podcast Network. We've got a, a pretty cool setup going yeah, on. Yeah, it's a nice it's a nice environment. Elf Tree West. I mean we we, we deck that out as, as best we can whenever we're doing the, mm-hmm. the show with Martin. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then High Dare, man, it's definitely got its own eclecticness about it. Does. it. I just I love it does. The, the atmosphere. It does. We um so your parents are gosh they're here until when's my parents left this oh, morning. Okay. Yeah, my parents left Wednesday. Today's oh, today's Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, Jesus yeah, they Christ. left this morning. Um, Sorry, I just <laughs> So no, no, no. It's a I need it's, to write that down. <laughs> a, yeah, yeah, that's important. What's today? Um, 
Yeah, I mean, goodness, they had such a great time. Oh, and man. you know what? I think it was good for them to come and see me when they did. Yeah. Because um, stellar, I guess stellar our, people, by the time. <laughs> thanks. Um, I don't know that, oh, gosh, our audience doesn't really know. I've hinted at it a little bit, but when I uh, first got here, all of my stuff got stolen. Yeah. Uh, the U Haul truck just right, right outside from Joe's house one night. We don't, were staying here. It was Joe's don't fucking fault. Don't say haul. that. Don't say um, that. I haven't actually seen the I don't live in a bad part garage. of town, my friends. I live in a good side I of town. I mean, he does. He does. It just, it was a, a luck of the draw <laughs> thing, you know? It really wasn't, wasn't anything that I could have known or, or changed what I did. Yeah. Um, but my parents offered to come out and help me when that happened. And I was like, no, there's really no need because they yeah. were in Florida doing something for other people. They didn't need to come out here and like alter their whole They plans. show up in Sherlock Holmes outfits, like ready to like <laughs> with investigate. A, with a, a magnifying glass. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Or just shotguns. Um, <laughs> Let's find those motherfuckers. <laughs> but I've been here for four months now, <laughs> something like that. I think that uh, them to come out here now and see what it is that I'm doing, see how well everything's going for mm-hmm. me. You know, uh, they I, they walk away knowing that the podcast network is something I'm passionate about, and I will yeah. do this as seriously as possible. Sure, they may they may have their their issues with language and whatnot, but but your at mom also they don't, at least like, they don't think I'm being an amateur about this. But your parents, you know? your parents, like just so the audience knows this, your parents are extremely, extremely creative and um they are people who make things and accomplish many things may not get all the credit and not just and the fame and all these things but they are very much at the par if not higher levels of some people that are famous out there they are those kinds of people that are the foundation and the backbone of support and inspiration behind people who who are change the you know world changing creatives yeah. you know what i mean mm-hmm. uh i i'm very lucky to have had to to have the parents that i have and 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 again to have had them see me at this point rather than at a point where something had just you know traumatized my my entire move um i think i think it was a fantastic time they came out here i met some awesome people while they were here um i know my dad got some some work done he he always trying to, to, to peddle his wares and, and yeah. all his different shows. And he talked yeah. to some really awesome people. We, you know, we got, your like dad said, is a badass dude. He got us into the magic castle. Oh yeah. You went to the magic castle. Yeah, he got us into the magic castle because he's, he's been friends with Mark Wilson, mm-hmm. who's one of the founding members of the like magic society. Oh wow. Uh, and, and you know, uh, the dark arts, the dark arts. Yes, he mm-hmm. is. He is. He's, uh, one of the original founding members of Hogwarts, not a muggle. He's not definitely not a muggle, but he's also eighty five years old. Oh, uh, it was this this old dude, and we went and, and saw the uh, the close up room. So he did a lot of he did a couple of card tricks. He did a trick with a knife, like a little. Uh, oh, that's cool. Swiss Army knife kind of thing, just like little sleight of hand things that that you could do at a party. And he did it under the guise of, "I'm going to show you how some of these tricks work." Mm-hmm. You know, nobody's ever done this before. Oh, he's giving away his he's showing his cards. However. He shows us a couple ways to do this trick, and then at the end of like the demonstration of what he's doing, he does something else, and suddenly he's just done something that he hasn't explained, and that's the magical part. That's the fun, oh. entertaining part, because he's like, you know. He distracts you. You can do it like this, or you can do it like yeah. this, or, and he just yeah. does it. And I want to show like, you what a red you. elephant looks like yes, exactly. over here. Yeah. And then a real red elephant would be like. Not like it's. I'm offended. That one's painted yeah. red. It doesn't yeah. look very. Yeah, yeah. And then you look over here and you're like, "That's a real fucking red elephant <laughs> over there." Look, guys. 
Yeah, uh, I don't know. That was maybe not a good example of that. Because, That's okay. So you went to the Magic Castle and you saw a famous musician. I did. I did. Coming out of the Magic Castle, Moby was there, which was fun. And we should. We could invite Moby on the show. You know Moby? In the skies round rain. Have you ever listened to that? I haven't, actually. Play? No, I haven't listened to much that's, of his music. I mean, I know he's got stuff out now that's different, but I, uh, man, that record, Moby, it's Play. Check out Play. Play. It's a fucking great record. Is it? Oh, okay, cool. Man, I'm so always good. looking for new music. I've got, I work overnights, so I have to find some entertainment. It's a good one. From time to yeah. time while I'm working, so. From tiam to tiam. Tiam to tiam. So, Road trips, dude. I like road trips. Me too. Driving places is fun. Yeah. Because you get to oh. see all, all different parts of the country and different things all around the world. Um, and you get to have some amazing conversations with some fucking people. Yes. That's the fun part. That is a, that's a great part of going on a road trip with people. You yep. know, going on one by yourself, uh, you know, you get to like see things like the windmills. You were telling me about like these whole windmill farms and stuff that you oh, saw yeah. on the way to Phoenix, you know? Yeah, dude, it was so funny because uh, I got some pretty hilarious moment with me and my sister. Nice. Just uh, talking in the car. Nice. And we... <laughs> <laughs> this is, okay, the sister that had the- Teresa, uh, yeah. Teresa, okay. So we were just, you know, we were running some errands around Phoenix and uh, I decided, you know, it'd be funny just to record our conversation in the car yeah. and just see what we, you know. Nice. And so we, I ended up coming up with, uh, we, we, Fell into a golden moment, and uh, I'll play golden some of that. Is that cool? Some golden arches, absolutely. Yeah, some golden arches. So. Absolutely. All right. Oh, <laughs> All hunched. Yeah. No, actually, I just have really good posture, and I think it's a stupid chair. Get your shit together, Teresa. Get Sorry. your goddamn <gasps> shit. What the? <laughs> what kind of car are you driving? Uh, we are in a Honda Element. Honda Element. Yeah, so we're in a Honda Element. And what are you? Where are you going? What are you doing? What's this? Land? We were on our way to a Whole Foods to get some juice. We were getting some juice so nice. that we could have some fresh Sustenance. energy to yeah, go exactly. into the day of art. And so this setting is, things is up. this in the morning. This was. Mm, it's probably around eleven. Okay. Eleven a.m. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is you Sunny going. Day. This is you going into work. Yeah. Essentially, you're going. You're we're starting going into your, work. We're you're driving. Starting your tasks. Absolutely. Cool. We're on our way before we go to the studio. Absolutely. So we're gonna get um, juice. Juice. Juicy juicy. Champions. 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 Some fucking champions. Dude, <laughs> that. I mean, holy cow! That's so funny that you just you said that, and your sister just like without even missing a beat, just copied you, and then realized what it was that you had said. That was good. Oh shit! That's yeah. that's the, your way of thinking. You know, you uh, you add those those whys in the middle of words and it's like people will repeat them back just so that they can hear what it sounds like in order to translate what yeah. the word is that you just said yeah. it's great it feels weird out of your own mouth when you repeat it it does because <laughs> i'm bleeding i know what is that accent I don't know. I just I do that shit all the time with uh, Brandon and on tour. We just always do that voice like whenever we be around people. Yeah. Like if we were just driving, we say, you know, look at that Texas car. People have that filled up their gas on the end. So they can go on a journey with their family. Let's just get a bunch of McNuggets and bring McNuggets. Ew! 
Gross. You never just do a big tray of McNuggets at your... <laughs> Fuck no. That'd be gross. I've had nightmares about eating McDonald's. Oh. Like the kind where I feel like I'm going to wake up and vomit. Jesus. Like gremlins? Yeah. It's fucked up, Teresa. It is fucked up. Nightmare on Elm Street. Like why? Like I don't eat McDonald's. Is that a McNightmare? It's a McNightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's funny. So yeah, we like essentially uh, recorded like ten minutes of us just fucking around, like talking about all this crazy shit. Dude, I I love those moments. I would love oh, yeah. to have my sister on the show for oh, that very that'd reason. That'd be awesome. Yeah, Malia, come be on the show. Come on, Malia. You got it, girl. We're not talking about Obama's daughter. Although, I, you know what? She would be good to have on a on a. I could do a I could do a high dare with my sister when I get home. Ooh, yes, yes. you could, man. That's so funny. I'm gonna I'm gonna start identifying myself as a podcaster when I go home. Yeah, because I will to. have taken all of my equipment. I'm I, I I do feel like I should commit to that. Yeah, because again, it's like Tusk. I might end up in the situation where I've got a story on my hands. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and then I get oh, sewn yeah. into a walrus suit. Oh shit! Oh, you look and like then the make crucified noises. What kind of noise? T Rex. Crucified T Rex <laughs> making making this noise. <laughs> that makes me laugh, dude. That's great. Uh, that is great. That's the best. Uh, it's the best way to to replicate a beautiful creature, such Justin. as a tusk. Justin, if you could come be on the show and make that, you know, re oh, recreate God. that moment. If Kevin will let you, has, do you think anyone interviewing him about this film has asked him to recreate that? I have no idea. I have no idea. That would be very interesting. Would we be assholes for asking them to do that? Or would that be I don't funny? Know, man. You know? It'd be like because if I was it, I would think it was funny. I would. I mean, I would. I would. Uh, I would be interested to recreate that kind of a performance, especially having seen it played back in in yeah. context at that point. You know, I'm sure he's seen the movie many, many times. Yeah. Uh, How many times do you think he's watched that movie? Gosh, I have no idea. I, I really I nailed I couldn't, that scream. Yes, you know what though? I imagine that uh, Shelby and I thought about this, and we imagined we'd probably watched. Jedi dispute, yeah, maybe a thousand times. Oh, Jesus! In our Christ. in our number of years, so I imagine Kevin Smith might have watched. How many clerks. hours is that? You well, know, I mean, Jedi dispute's like ten minutes long. You know, there's three of them, so I mean, we're dedicating like a, a 35, 40 minutes of our of our day just to watching that. But I mean, we've shown it to so many people over yeah. the years, man. You got to realize we made these when we were sixteen. You showed it to me like thirteen years ago. Uh, so in the in that amount of time, I've I've watched it a number of times. Damn. But I imagine you know. Kevin might have watched Clerks, yeah. you know, a number of times. I mean, how many times would you watch it while you're making it? And then yeah, that's true. afterwards, whenever you sit and watch with people, I mean, there's got to be a period at which you just stop watching, yeah. you know? But it doesn't mean you don't enjoy it. Every single time I watch those Jedi Dispute movies, they're great. Oh, yeah. You know, they're always exciting. It would be fun to to look back on your film, though, and see it all in its completion. And oh, that would yes. be a nice thing to, to watch, you know? It'd be really pleasant. Like, it, I always imagine, like... Did you did you see the new trailer for the uh, 2001 Space Odyssey? I didn't. Kubrick? No. It's fucking beautiful, dude. Really? It's are they it's are they epic. re-releasing it? Is that what Yeah, it's yeah. On? They're nice. doing like some I guess it's like a limited release at some theater somewhere. I can't remember, nice. but I just saw the link or somebody cool. posted a link of the video. Yeah. And it's just gorgeous, dude. All these shots are like I don't know. I'd imagine looking back on a film that you make like that, yeah. it would just be so satisfying to see the perfection of just this masterpiece. You know? I, I mean, it would be, but at the same time, would you constantly be looking at it 
at the, from the point at which you That's had true. to just let it go, you know? Like, do you think Justin Long's like, ah, oh, kind of waddled a little bit yeah, better? Maybe. I mean, <laughs> you know, and that thought might always be in the back of your mind, but maybe not. Who knows? You know, that that's probably a, a sign of a good artist as well yeah. as, is the ability to detach from it, take what you what you liked about it, take what you didn't like about it, and yeah. just evolve. Well, into, I, I, you know, I definitely what? listen to records, and I think on songs mm-hmm. that I'm like, oh, I wish I would have done that, but... Or I wish it had this piece in there. It'd well, be cool. I imagine by the time we reach episode fifty and episode one hundred, we'll look back on these episodes and just kind of have have changed. The show mm-hmm. will will evolve. It it'll always be what it is at its very heart. But you know, yeah, that's that's the nature of creativity and evolution. That is micro evolution, I suppose. Oof, it is. You know, because we're we're learning behaviors. Yeah, we are. We're learning, you know, how to how best to to do a show like this. We don't know how to do a show like this, but we're doing a show like this, motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah we are. We're kind of guerrilla style uh, in a treehouse. We no girls oh, allowed. But gosh, man, okay. I mean, there are again so many podcasts that are people just on their on their their eyesight. Do people do it on just their on their phone? Sure, absolutely. Just that. Because it sounds pretty decent, right? I'm sure it sounds pretty. Well, yes, it you does. Can still because tell I've, it's like I've a, done. You can still tell what it's recorded on. But however, there's yeah. for $150, $250, something like that, you can buy a microphone that'll plug into your iPhone, and you oh, know you've wow. got a little. That's cool. You know, if you need to. So there are a lot of. Uh, Do they sound pretty decent? Podcasting options. Um, they probably sound in between these and oh, gotcha. and the iPhone microphone. I guess sure. either way, all it is is the content. As long as you have hot content, you know? it is. It as is. long as it's hot, baby. As long as it's you got it, it's gonna sell, baby. Exactly. I like to say, baby, every time I say, baby, baby, <laughs> baby, baby. Um, <laughs> he keeps touching my ass. You know, I I think, but you know what? I think that's the difference. It's also a little bit the difference between. Uh, like extra or TMZ getting these yeah. interviews with people. They just like get these the hot you know news. Yeah, but because, they like sneak up on people. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, it's like it doesn't matter the quality so much as the content. You know, if you yeah. got the hot content, you get breaking stories and stuff like that. Versus people like Barbara Walters or Katie Couric that go and like mm-hmm. take a crew and they set up lights and they make the. I mean, it, especially in Gone Girl, you saw yeah. Ben Affleck like did this whole interview of these these people that came and did a full blown setup. Yeah, and it killed it. Like the production value of things like that. Mm-hmm. I think I would rather present ourselves as people that would do those production values. I mean, Millie McCormick mm-hmm. blows it out of the water. Yep. Um, I think we we should carry that on in every aspect of what we're doing. And so that's probably why I'll take my my good, you know, my my setup. Yeah. That's why I got it Oof. Uh, when I fly back to Dallas. I might not, though. I might drive. That oh, would be awesome. That it, would be yeah. awesome. It's a nice road trip. Yeah, I mean, I'd do it. You're definitely, you're taking more days off for the road than you would if you're flying. I mean, that's just... But, I mean, yeah, yeah. Which I, is not a bad thing. It just depends on what you're, how much open time you've got. I, you suppose, know? I suppose you're right. I suppose you're right. So, But if you were able to record yourself on that road trip, you know, so doing... Yeah, I could, absolutely. I could do that. You could set up your microphone in your car. <laughs> I just got my whole... And my board, yeah. my mixing board, my computer. Yeah. And everything. Just yeah. do it like that. Um, it's high there on the road in... Uh, and uh, I, yeah, I would yeah. like veer off into a ravine oh, just outside of town. <laughs> but nobody ever comes to help you because you were up in an apartment uh, because the helpers were behind in a, a bush in the apartment building and it just wasn't worth coming oh. to help this, this radio guy who just crashed his car. They saw it. It's you, all live saying, on the radio. Yeah. They just, oh, and they're just listening to it. It just reverses. Yeah. Yeah. Suddenly <laughs> the show becomes about the listeners and they just heard, they just heard me like eat it live. Yeah, so no, I was saying like <laughs> you crash your car 
And all of a sudden, like, there's someone in an apartment building that's like, ah, oh, it's far enough. Someone else will help. Oh, us. you're going back to <laughs> when, I, when I heard that car crash with my mom. Yeah, you're like, uh, out of sight, out of mind. I get it. It's I can't okay. do that. Man, and you're all, you're live on the radio, and they're <laughs> happening to listen to it. They're so oblivious; they just don't know. oh, they're just listening like, to the live show. What if that happened? Oh, that would Jesus. be that would be an interesting little. Uh, it's like a real world of the world, but it's like just YouTube video. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fucking Trinity, dude. Yeah. Oh God. Oh my God. Trinity from the Matrix. <laughs> Trinity <laughs> from the Matrix. Uh, yeah. What's one of her best lines on the on the Matrix? Get in. <laughs> That was good. That was good. Oh, uh, shit. Yeah, that's probably the only one I can think of off the top of my head. That and the, the scorpion kick. That one was always fun. Do you see her like whip her leg up behind herself and like lean forward and like scorpion sting oh, the dude yeah. in the face? Oh, oh, God, yeah. That hurt. Do you think her hand got paid in the scene where she put her hand up against the phone booth glass before the truck hit her? <laughs> her hand got paid. You know what? Ironically, if, or if her hand wasn't looking good, they would have digitally replicated a hand and had a hand model up there. Yeah. So... If that was the way they did it, and they would have probably yes. called in like Morgan Freeman because, of course, he's good at everything. <laughs> oh, it's, <laughs> they put makeup on his hand rather than hire a white feminine hand. <laughs> yeah. Whose like, hand is better than Morgan Freeman, baby? <laughs> Come on, makeup. baby. You know what I'm saying, baby. Shadowing to make it look thin and dainty like a, like a girl's <laughs> hand. Because, I mean, Morgan Freeman's got a big old hand, I imagine. Oh, I yeah. I imagine. Maybe just because he's black. He could, is that like racist? he could just totally palm a fucking That's totally basketball. That's racist, dude. No, it's not. Morgan Freeman's an actor. He's not a basketball player. Yeah, but he could have big hands. He could have big hands. We don't know that. We, dude, we're I've assuming got hands. he has big hands. I think everyone black, has big dude. hands compared to me. I can almost palm a basketball. I mean, I, I I've got some pretty pretty small hands. I I imagine you know it's difficult to hold my five point five inch iPhone six yeah. plus. Oh gosh, yeah. It's like your hand just shrunk. Plugging for Apple. It is. It is. It literally is. It's like if your hand shrunk to the size of a doll, like a, a porcelain doll. It's it's incredible. My my hand is very dainty. In not the, quite in, Barbie hand size. No, ratio. no, no, not quite. This is more like the. Uh, I'd be putting like a small table on top of you. My size Barbie size. Not even that. Cabbage Patch Kids. Cabbage Patch Kids. You know the American Girl dolls. If you had to choose a Barbie doll, Ian, and you were Ken, what would your favorite Barbie I hope doll I'd be? be? Ken. What well, would my Oh gosh, I mean I don't like, know. Like there's so many. I mean Some, make one up in your head. I mean oh, they've probably made a Barbie doll out of it. I don't know. I'd probably go for like fifties street house, hooker Barbie. Fifties housewife, Absolutely. like June Cleaver type. Oh. You know, with the with the heels and the pearls and the back. Welcome home, honey. Yeah, I mean I've that's got probably cookies what I'd for go you. With. <laughs> Please that take That would be such an awesome way to live. Punish though. me. Sorry, was that not You'd June go with Cleaver? Tranny hooker, <laughs> tranny hooker Barbie. <laughs> that was totally not June Cleaver. <laughs> She's doing she's like just, demonic June Well, Cleaver. she's doing like the 1950s up front thing. And then on the back end, she's horny. You know? Holy cow. Damn it, dude. That's well, an awesome thing to end the show on. Yeah. So for this week, it. I'm Ian. And I'm Joe. And blah, 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 blah. <laughs> we, we gotta, gotta go. <laughs> 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 Follow us on Twitter at high underscore dare. And be sure to check us out online at enterthealftree.com for all you old school dot comers. <laughs>